Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, Offer Your Back Soul. Offer, thank you so much for joining us. You are the CEO and co-founder of Peppery. And uh, you're found on the web at peppery.com. Offer, thank you so much for, uh, for, for joining us on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Thank you very much for hosting me. Always excited to be on uh, the show. <laughs> so you've got over a thousand medium and enterprise customers, 70 billion plus in transactions per year uh, across 65 countries around the globe. Uh, you've been doing some fantastic work. Uh, so from a high level, what does Peppery do? We help customers, our customers, which are typically uh, manufacturers or distributor of uh, typically uh, consumer goods, packed packed, uh, consumer goods. We help them sell their product business to business. In most cases, when we say business to business, it means that they sell to retailers that will then Mm. sell it to consumers. Mm, yeah. And, you know, and I've talked to plenty of companies that have um, consumer goods, you know, maybe they're, uh, you know, a, a nutrition bar or something like that. So we always talk about what that journey is like to get onto store shelves. Uh, so offer, what is it like getting your product onto store shelves? Our product is not on the store shelves. Our product is helping them sell That's right. those products on the shelf. Uh and we sell, you know, uh, digitally because we are selling software. Our yes. software is pure SaaS, uh, which helps us sell very quickly and easily worldwide. So we don't need to have op- our own operation in all those 70 countries. Uh, we sell well, software. Yes. And so I'm, I'm prime. So I'm concerned about the, the let's say there's someone who's listening to us right now and their dream is to get their product out onto more sh- store shelves. Do they come to you and, you, and you're, you're able to help them, correct? We help them more in, uh, in selling once they have those stores as opposed to find new stores, although mm-hmm. we can help with that as well using our B2B e-commerce with what we call open catalog that can be promoted through Google and other uh, search engines. Uh, but our prime... Uh, uh, contribution to those customers is not on the marketing side, is much more on the sell side. Once you have the customer, help them sell more. This is uh, the prime contribution of Peppery. Yeah. So, I mean, I see that you've worked with some big companies, Kimberly Clark, Seiko, Hallmark, SodaStream, uh, Coca-Cola, Hills. Uh, and so, if I understand this correctly, so um you know, if, if I've got a product, you've already got decent distribution. Um, help me understand what I, I guess I'm not understanding it. So if I've got a consumer product, you want to help increase sales through B2B channels, right? Yes. So and, I, and how is that done? Yeah. Nowadays to sell B2B is quite complex because of the multiple channels that you can sell through. And uh, when you put aside for a sec, which is another subject, you know, those marketplaces, uh, then you have three more channels, which are the online channel, uh, 
you might want to promote your own product with your own store, but not to consumer, but to those customers of yours that are buying and then sell to consumer. You might want to send your reps uh, to visit them and see your product, see your competitor's product on the shelf, make sure that the shelf is uh, designated to you according to the contract you have with the retailer and that is being is promoting your product as required, as well as take orders, maybe, while visiting. And you might want to have people on the phone calling and uh, responding to calls from your customer and on the chat and taking orders or help your customer take orders or RMA, return material authorization and the likes. So to manage all those different channels and to make sure that there is consistency and that everything is automated uh, with complex pricing, pro complex promotions that might be sliced and diced according to type of customer, territory, the channel that he came through, history, and a lot of other things nowadays is quite complex and a very competitive market, especially on the fast-moving items such as food, uh, drinks. Uh, we help them automate this entire spectrum of uh, channels and keep consistency and making sure that it's been optimized in terms of their revenues, helping them increase their sales, improve their margins, and maybe even more important than anything, is make things faster. So mm. order to cash is very quick. So I guess um, I, I'm, I, I need a little bit more behind the curtain on, on how this works. So let's say, for example, SodaStream, uh, and I know you've got a case study with them. Um, and so, um, you know, when, when you work with SodaStream and you're helping them with their B2B channels, um, you know, again, I, I guess I, I'm unfamiliar with the way that distribution works behind the scenes, right? So I just kind of see it, well, it's at Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, so, you know, or it's, you know, you can go directly to, um, you know, maybe they sell through somebody else on Amazon or they've got their own online store. Uh, but at what point did, did, did you come through and offer or help them uh, to get in front of more customers? And, and where is that? I will not stick necessarily just to SodaStream. I will talk in more generality, but although mm -hmm. I believe I will make it clearer. So all these companies have their own ERPs, uh, ERP, Enterprise Resource Planning, which is where they manage their business. Mm -hmm. This is where typically they would store their products. Uh, and this is where they have sort of basic pricing. And this is where they manage the logistic of their business. But typically, the ERP is not well designed for sales, definitely with multiple channels. Uh, so we typically integrate using our IPaaS integration platform as a service. We hook up to this ERP and take the basic information directly from the ERP. And then once we have the information, we might enrich it within Peppery. We might not, might enrich it from other sources as well. But when you sell online, you might want to have more pictures, you might want to have better description because it's aimed towards selling as opposed to logistic. Uh, so we enrich the information. In, more, in many cases, we also enrich the sales capabilities with very sophisticated sales promotion, trade promotions that you might not find in uh, ERPs. For example, 
you enable your customer to, if they buy X amount of product from this family of product, they deserve X percentage of discount from a different family of product or even free and all those types of promotion by segmentation of customers, which is another thing we help them do. In a way, we are also the CRM of those organizations. And we also manage the customer segmentation within Peppery. And then once you enrich the data, then you build within Peppery business processes. Business processes through drag and drop, uh, rule engine and uh, workflow, really drag and drop of processes. A process can be issuing an order. A process can be invoicing. Uh, a process could be a visit of a rep to a store and filling up a questionnaire. All those things are processes. You define those processes, you press publish, you define which channels and which type of customers will see those processes. Same goes for uh, which catalog they will see, which views, which filters. You define all that in the back office of Peppery. And then, and then once the user is exposed to the application, that mm -hmm. might be a native online offline app on Google Store that is downloading with the name of the customer on it, although it's from Peppery. Mm -hmm. Then he is exposed to the specific process that you designated to him. For example, a sales rep, a sales rep on the road will open an application of Dermalogica, if we'll take it as an example, and he will see two processes. One take order, one visit report. He will press and the application, if we'll take the, also the SodaStream example, will behave completely different according to the user and according to the customer. So if he's visiting Bed Bath & Beyond, he might need to fill a completely different visit report than if he's visiting a mom and pop shop with completely different level of questionnaire. And the application identifies his location, who he is, the customer, and according to all those rules, is giving him the right process to work with. Yeah. I hope I made myself clear. I think so. I th it's starting to come together for me. So this is not a world that I typically spend much time in. So I'm, I'm kind of understanding the need for this. I'm curious at what, at what stage in, uh, you know, in a, um, you know, in a, in a product's, uh, you know, you know, a product company's life cycle, do they want to come to you and say, all right, offer this is things are getting a little out of hand. They're getting a little unruly. We need your help. Like, how would they know they're ready for you? It can be in any stage. We've been approached by entrepreneurs that just opened their business. And we've been approached uh, and we are serving some of the largest customers in the world in their field. Uh, it can be in any stage. Uh, obviously, the requirements are different. Uh, as you rightly said at the beginning, you know, at the beginning, you might want to just find stores and then you might go to marketplaces, which might be a big, big mistake for your brand reputation later on, but you might go in this direction. Uh, but all of them, once they start to sell, they need to automate it. And now what level of automation, how many channels they want to work with? It's really dependent on their strategy and on their ability really to automate and to be innovative in their sales processes. Yeah, so I think it's quite clear today that technology can really give, give the edge 
to companies, you know, of course it's not enough. You have branding and you have quality of your product, but technology can make a huge difference uh, in your competitiveness. Mm -hmm. And so when we think of a standard like an ERP, right? So an ERP, I guess the best way I understand it is, you know, let's say you've been running all of your financials and everything through QuickBooks. And you're like, okay, we are definitely outgrowing QuickBooks. So now you need to move to something where you've got more of an enterprise level solution to manage inventory and, you know, where the money's going and, you know, making sure that, that all of that's handled. And then, uh, so then Peppery, uh, you, you integrate with the ERP, is that right? Yeah, actually, we tend to to call QuickBooks more of an accounting system than an ERP. Yeah, oh, it is. It's yeah, or very much a precursor. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then uh, we integrate to such a system. We also integrated to many QuickBooks online and the mm. desktop version. And yes, and we take the information from there and take it further. You know. You launched Peppery in October 2009. And what was, how did you, how did you launch Peppery? What were you doing beforehand? And uh, what, what made you think that you could solve this problem? Uh, again, this is getting on 12 years ago. So congratulations. Thank you. Actually, uh, I didn't launch it, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I was approached by two investors ah. uh, to take an operations that was in existence, was not selling and the product was not working, but uh, to do something completely different. Uh, prior to that, I was an executive uh, in a company called Amdocs, if you're familiar with, traded in NASDAQ. I was a VP in the product division uh, of Amdocs, billing, telecom billing. Uh, prior to that, uh, Senior Vice President of the International Operation of Jakarta, also back then was traded in NASDAQ as well, JCDA. Uh, so I have like, unfortunately, around 30 years of experience in high tech. Mm -hmm. uh, we started Peppery uh, to solve a problem of warranties on paper mm. uh, and provide warranties uh, in the cloud automating uh, and providing huge benefits to uh, to the manufacturers of warranties, of products that requires warranties. Uh, however, after three years of operation, uh, we pivoted to more or less what we are doing today, although it's hard to say that it's exactly what we are doing today. I would say that after that, we had small pivots as well. Uh, and the company is always changing. Uh, you cannot uh, stand still in this industry. No, no, you can't. Um, so today, uh, who, who would be a great potential customer for you? Like if, if I were to go into my Rolodex and say, okay, I got some people to introduce to offer, who should I send your way? Uh, I, love, uh, I love customers that are selling up to half a billion dollar, uh, around, you know, several hundred millions. Mm. Uh, not the small one, not the huge one. I'll explain shortly why. And, <laughs> and I like them to be in eyewear, selling frames. Uh, I like them to be in food, in beverages, in beauty, in home and gift, in sports. You know, there's plenty of uh, product for as long as they sell discrete product that it's one SKU to describe the product. And it's not, there's no uh, like a uh, tree 
you know, of, uh, of products to put together into a, a product, then this is what we do. Uh, this is where we excel. The reason I like the mid-market, <laughs> because the mid-market is much more suitable to take the advantage of peppery. The biggest advantage of peppery is that we combine the offline world with the online world. Mm. Uh, and this is offline, online, uh, business-wise, but it's also technology-wise. I'm talking about combining offline native application with online browser-based solutions, all from one business logic. This is quite unique. Uh, and the company that it's, it's really huge advantage for them is typically the mid-market. The huge enterprises typically invested so much in each silo solution with so much customization that it's very hard for them to replace all that with one product. It's hard for them even to imagine it. And they have tons of IT uh, resources for the middleware and for everything they did. So the advantage for them is not so clear. However, when you go to the mid-market, they don't have all those siloed, heavily customized solution with huge resources in IT to customize and to do everything and to combine it with middleware. So for them to take one tool that does it all, it's a huge advantage. Yeah. The smaller one cannot afford it. Yeah. It's too complex for them. They don't have the IT resources to take advantage of what we can give them. And they are not willing to pay for it, you know, for the whatever is needed. I'm talking about the tiny one. So uh, the mid-market is what I really love. All right, mid-market. There we go. And, you know, for a while there, I thought you were saying meat market. And I'm like, well, I know you, you handle food and beverage, but <laughs> mid-market. That's, that's great. All right, so your website, peppery.com. Peppery is P-E-P-P-E-R-I.com. Where did the name come from? The previous name was reflecting the previous strategy, which was warranty.com. And one thing I learned from that, and it was not re written really as warranty, so people could not find it. So one thing I learned about that is as you're constantly changing and evolving, do not give a name that say precisely what you're doing. Have a good connotation you know, to the name. Make sure that it's spelled easily and it sounds good. So this is where the name came, and it should be affordable. In the beginning of this company, I couldn't afford too much. So I bought it for very cheap. Uh, for the dot com, so these these were the criteria. The name says nothing, you know, about what we do, but it's easy to write and it was cheap back then to buy it. Sure. There is one thing. Then after I bought it, uh, I I sat on dinner with a friend of mine in New York, and the guy told me, you know, Peppery is a frog from Peru, and I told him, you're kidding. And then I looked wow. at him and I so he's right. There is a sp species of uh, frog called peppery, and you can see it on Google. So we decided yeah. to make it the logo because frogs can only move forward, which is where we take our customer. I like it. I like it. So an accidental meaning. <laughs> well, I just did a Google of the uh, peppery frog uh, on, uh, yeah, look at that. What a, that's beautiful frog too. You know, oh, it, oh, it looks like it's... Uh, I don't know if it's poisonous or not either, but preparing the company, not definitely not so. Offer, thank you so much. Now you're based in, are you based in Israel? 
before Corona, I was spending like 50% of my time in New York and 50% of my time in Israel. Now I'm spending much more of my time in Israel. I hope to be yeah. able to spend more time in New York again. Yeah, excellent. All right. Uh, you offer again, offer your Vexel, uh, your website, peppery.com, P-E-P-P-E-R-I.com. Offer, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I would say differently. It's like pepper with I at the end. That's it. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks, Offer. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.